everyone. Welcome to the Date Night Podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm Woody. And uh, today's theme is Pixar. So for every week, we're going to be going over some games or some segments. And they're going to be the same or very similar every week. And they're going to be revolving around a theme. And we're going to add a little bit of relationship advice to it as well. Um, anything you want to add, Woody? No, I'm excited to get into it. Okay, so um, to our theme, Pixar, my introduction to Pixar was when I was quite young. I think I saw Nemo in the movie theater, and it was super exciting for me. I loved it so much, and I've been a big, big, big fan ever since. Although I do think that Pixar movies have lessened in quality in the last few years, but my, my favorite Pixar movie is actually fairly recent, uh, Inside Out. So, um, what about you, Woody? What is your introduction to Pixar? Yeah, I think the first Pixar movie that I watched was Toy Story, and I hated it because I was too young to really understand what was happening in the movie. I think I was like four years old. And then I watched Monsters, Inc., maybe when I was around eight or nine years old. Absolutely adore that movie. That's probably my favorite Pixar movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I have any movies that I hate from Pixar. Maybe The the Good Dinosaur is not. Oh, I still like Toy Story. I didn't when I first uh, watched it. You didn't yeah. when you first watched it. Yeah, I, I love Toy Story. I think that's my that's my favorite one. Actually, the third one's my favorite one. Yeah. It's complicated when you're 4. You can't you don't really yeah. know what's going on. You yeah. know, I have to admit I think I did see it when when I was 4 and uh maybe I'm just better than you cuz I I understood it. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, let's dive in. So our first segment today is we're going to each of us rate uh, five Pixar movies blindly. So I will give Woody one Pixar movie at a time, and they'll have and he will have to rank it uh, accordingly. And he can't move that ranking. It'll make more sense once we do it. Yeah, rank rank five movies without knowing what movie comes next. Exactly. Okay. So do you want to go first, or should I go first for this one? Uh, I'll go for it. I'll rank first. You'll rank first. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So first one, The Incredibles. Incredibles. Very good movie. Incredible, maybe some would say. <laughs> I think that's a solid... That's a solid movie. I might just say that's number one. Number one. Okay. That might be, that might be my favorite movie of the five you're going to... I don't know which other ones you're going to give me, but I'll put that one... I'll start strong. You'll start strong. Okay. Yeah. The second movie that I want to talk about is Cars. Cars. Hated that movie. I know it's... I think it's objectively a pretty good movie. I've... I haven't heard too many people say that it's... I don't know. It's lacking in some areas, but I thought it was just weird how they're cars, man. Like, they're not... Like, <laughs> like why are we personifying cars? Anyway... I would have, I might put that at four. There's definitely worse movies. Okay. All right. Toy Story. Toy Story is good. I would say that's probably number three. Number three. Okay. Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Okay. I'll give that a second place. It's not bad to put that behind Incredibles. I like both of those movies. Okay. And last one, Soul. Oh, Soul. So that means Soul is in fifth place. That's perfect. I didn't like that movie. It was... Very mediocre, in my opinion, and I'm tired of movies telling me to enjoy the little things. <laughs> so that gives me my final orders, Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, um, what was the fourth one? Cars. Oh, Cars and Soul. That's good. That's Would a good ranking. Would you change anything? 
No, I'm actually good with that. I mean, I okay. could I could swap Incredibles and Monsters Inc., but okay. I I don't have to. Those are good movies. Okay, sounds good. That worked out for you. Yeah. All right. All right, you're up. Your turn. Oh, careful! Don't. All right. First movie, uh, Ratatouille. Okay, I actually really liked that movie. Um, I think it was really different from all the other Pixar movies as well. I'm gonna. I'm going to put that at three, though, because I think there are some better ones, and there's definitely some worse ones. Okay, third place. Okay. Next movie, Monsters University. Okay, Monsters University, I actually think it's one of the most underrated Pixar movies mm. out there. I'm going to put that at two. Uh, it's underrated. What, what do you think people underrate about it? I just think the message of the movie is really good. It is a good message. It's a really good message of like, you know, not everybody can do everything, yeah. but everybody, you know, has potential for things. And I just, I think also the animation is spectacular. I it think is. the characters are spectacular. I think it, it, it's also, I like that it's a prequel as well, rather mm-hmm. than a sequel. I don't know. I just, there's a lot of things that I really liked about that movie. I think the characters are good. The animation's great. The story's great. Not my favorite Pixar movie, um, and I wouldn't rank it two overall out of all my Pixar movies, but it's two for this ranking. Cool. Yeah, that's a good one. That That's definitely in my top ten. I love the ending. Yeah, well. yeah. Very strong ending. Yeah, to my top ten, too. Okay, so I then, I also had Soul, so I'm going to give you Soul and hear what you think of that one. Okay, well, unless there's the good dinosaur on this list, I think I can safely put Soul at number five as well. Okay. I'm hoping there's not going to be another zinger in there, but I'll put Soul at number five. Okay, and you didn't like that movie? No, I didn't like it too much. I think it it's just very similar to other movies that Pixar has done. Um, it's very formulaic. Yeah, and it, I find it actually really similar to Inside Out, but not in the the things that I really loved about Inside Out. Because Inside Out is my favorite Pixar movie. And Okay, um, good, because that's my next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, number one then. Okay, number in, one. Number one. So that means that your second overall spot is going to be wait i i already had something in number two did i not did i not oh oh you had monsters university yeah Yeah. so i had inside out monsters university three was ratatouille four is blank and five is soul okay so your fourth place is going to be toy story three oh damn which i know you i know you love that movie i the okay so i actually wouldn't change too much about this ranking i would just put toy story three right after inside out and push everything down, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it would okay. be number two, number three would be Monsters University, then Ratatouille, then Soul. But Monsters University and Ratatouille, I could go back and forth for both of them. I think both of them are quite good. Both are solid. Yeah. 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 Great. Perfect. Okay, so now we have um, a Reddit React for something that's Pixar related. Okay, so... I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. So this is on r slash unpopular opinion, and it's Disney Pixar should not make Toy Story 5. And then in the description it says, instead they should remake Toy Story frame for frame. Exactly the same movie, but with today's level of animation quality and release it in 2025 for its 30th anniversary. What are your thoughts on that? That's an interesting couple of opinions. So I guess there's two there that we sort of need to address, I agree. Yeah, there's definitely two things going on here. So do you first want to talk about 
just the Disney shouldn't or Pixar, sorry, Disney Pixar should not make Toy Story five. Let's talk about that one okay, first. Okay, sure. Yeah, because it's hard for me to actually have an opinion on that because I didn't see Toy Story four. Okay, but you did, right? I did. Yes. Okay, and that movie was good, wasn't it? You know, so I I have a kind of nuanced opinion on this because the thing is, I do think like a bunch of people also agree. Toy Story 3 was objectively the perfect ending to the Toy Story series. Um, But they did, personally, they did not do a horrible job with Toy Story 4. I think it gets a bad rep because it follows Toy Story 3. Um, And my opinion on this, actually, is that Toy Story 4 needs something that comes after it. Okay. They can't just end it on Toy Story 4. I think it would be a bad ending. Okay. Not that it's a not that it's a bad ending overall, but you can't have a spectacular ending like Toy Story three and then give us Toy Story four and then not give us anything after that because it doesn't wrap it nicely. If that makes sense. Now, do you think that Toy Story five has potential to be an even worse ending to the saga there, or no, or is it already in a well, place where you you just need to go for something because it Toy Story four's ending is not good enough. I think Toy Story 4's ending is not good enough, but, oh, sorry. And I think that Toy Story 5, they could do something really spectacular with it. I okay. think they could, they have a way of making it a very nice, satisfying ending for everybody. Um, I, I'm curious to see, and you know what, I might change my mind when I see Toy Story 5. They might do a horrible job and then, yeah, like, we'll damn, make- we should, we should just, all right, we should just stay with yeah. the fourth. Or they might make it bad on purpose so we can get a Toy Story 6. You never know. Well, I don't think they'll make it bad on purpose. But do you think that this is going to end the Toy Story series? Because I, I don't think so. I think they're going to do Toy Story like six, 8, seven, 9, 10. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, if Tong H- Hanks is like still you know, in <laughs> right. business and yeah. still willing to do some stuff... I don't know. I do... I hope not. I hope Toy, I hope Toy Story 5 is the last one. But um, you never know. How many Shreks are there? They're making a Shrek 5, I believe. They're working on Shrek 5. And actually, I think Toy Story 5 and Shrek 5 were announced in the same week. Right. Okay. Because I think think they're kind of competing with each other there. And I don't Mm. know. Maybe. Shrek is DreamWorks, right? Yeah. You know, I think DreamWorks and Pixar, maybe they're just chit-chatting. They're feeling each other out. They want to know how many movies they can make with one IP. Yeah, you know, you might be right about that. And I think when DreamWorks announced a fifth Shrek movie, Pixar was probably like, oh, yes, all right. Yeah, you know, actually, Shrek is also one of those series where I think the fourth one was not that bad at all. And it gets a bad rep as well. But we'll see what, what the fifth is about. Do you have any thoughts on this? On this, on the, the not making one. Toy Story 5? Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, as someone on, who hasn't seen the fourth one, I guess. I, I think they should go for it because if the ending of Toy Story 4 is not very satisfying, mm-hmm. I think ultimately that's probably the worst thing you can do for an IP. Well, obviously they can release a horrible movie and that would be worse. But if they release even just a mediocre movie with a very nice ending, that would be a better way to wrap things up. Mm-hmm. And if people are liking these movies... Like, ultimately, it's just about the quality. What, Toy Story 1, 2, 3 were great. 4 was still good. So there's no reason. I think with Shrek, what you see... I mean, personally, I think the Shrek movies... 
their quality was a little bit inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Like I agree. Especially I thought, the third. The third, third one, one was not good. Yeah. I think. And I think the fourth one, I mean, I know people like the fourth one. I didn't think it was very good either. So it with, def- definitely doesn't compare to the first or the second one. I yeah. So so with Shrek, you have a situation where the IP is just dying. They're squeezing out every last morsel of quality. Toy Story seems to have a little bit more life in it. Yeah, I would agree. And I hope that for Shrek, I know this is a Pixar-themed podcast right now, but for Shrek, um, the the fourth one came out more than 10 years ago. So maybe something new has come up. Yeah, DreamWorks probably ran out of money. Okay, that's, that's, yeah, that's a theory. Or, you know, I hope that a writer had an amazing idea and that's why they're making a Shrek 5, but I guess you never know. So there's another opinion here too, is that they should remake a Toy Story frame, remake the first Toy Story frame for frame and release it on the 30th anniversary. What are your thoughts on that? I don't think they need to do that. I think the Toy Story 1 still looks pretty good. You know, it was a... it was way ahead of its time, and I still think it looks good today. I mean, obviously, it it's not as detailed, and the animation isn't maybe as photorealistic as some of the... Or, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, nowadays, you see, like, the the damn stuffed animals have hair that moves in the wind. <laughs> like, that's that's cool, but you don't need that. And I think that if they, if they were to remake the first movie, I think it would look like a, ca- a cash grab. And I don't think that would be good for the brand Pixar or for the IP. But I could be wrong. What do you think? No, I completely agree with everything you said. And I'll also add that remakes are usually a cash grab and they look like it too. Mm -hmm. They don't really add any life to it, really. Especially when... You know, like Lion King. I don't. I think you haven't seen that, but I've seen Lion King. The but the remake. Of no, it? not the no. Yeah, the no. remake is just like a super super realistic version of the original, and I would say the original is much better because mm-hmm. it's just more. It's just funnier to watch, you know, with the cartoonish right. characters, and you know, Beauty and the Beast. I could say the same. There's and I haven't seen the Little Mermaid that came out recently, but Disney is on like a run of remaking these. Sure, it's free money. Yeah, and I just I'm I'm not a fan of that, and I think the first one is great. And sure, it doesn't look as good as the most recent ones, but it's it's a piece of history. It was the first like totally full length animated uh, 3D feature that's completely animated with a computer. Um, and I think it's one of the only movies with a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes and it's like one of the most recent ones too. And I just think it, it doesn't need to be touched. It can, it deserves to stay like that. I agree. And ultimately the movies we watch now that we think have absolutely beautiful animation in 60, 70 years, that animation is going to look like Exactly. So yeah. By comparison. It always comes back around and there's no point. Yeah, like, what, are we going to keep remaking the classics? Exactly. Silly. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so our next segment is Trade Offer. Would you like to go first, or should I go first for this one? I'll read your Trade Offer first, since... Yeah, since I went first last time. Okay, so Trade Offer. Did we explain this game? Um, no, we didn't. It's It's pretty simple, but go ahead. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. You are given a trade offer, and you must say whether or not you would accept it and why. So, my trade offer to you is you get to voice a small role in Toy Story 5, 
Oh my gosh. But, uh, but you are never allowed to watch the movie. Oh, well, that's a no-brainer. I oh, would, is it? I would do it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it would suck not to watch the movie, but it would be so cool to say and to have that experience working with Pixar and making, you know, having a small voiceover. I, that would be amazing. I'd love to do that. Damn, I made it too easy. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised because I thought that you would want to see yourself in the movie. Well, I mean... No, that I mean, I'd love to, but I I want to do it more than I want to see myself do it. <laughs> okay. What if What if you don't get any credit for it? You're not uh, You're not credited with the movie. You mm-hmm. can never tell anybody that you have this role either. Okay. So this is purely and like I'm not paid. It's not no, the credits. This is, yeah. This, okay. So I'm trying to I'm trying to say here that this is purely for the love of the game. Okay, but I do get to like go to LA and record and all that sure, stuff. Sure, yeah, sure. But they'll, I just can't tell. No one will ever know, and you won't be paid for it. How small is the part? Is it like a one-liner or something? Yeah, it, let's say that it's um, it's like a one-liner, like a character that has like two sentences, like a background character that has to say, "No, Woody, don't do it. That's madness." Something like that. Okay, whatever. okay. Um. You know, I'm gonna say I'm still gonna say yes. I'm still okay. gonna say that I I would do it. I think it would it would suck a lot, but I do think, and maybe this is like you know this is not part of your trade offer, but I feel like if I have a voiceover, even if I'm not credited, I'd be working with some cool directors. Maybe I could do some networking or no, something. No, 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 no networking. <laughs> they don't, you don't You're get, just taking you, it back. No, now. no, no. You, True, but you, I'm trying to say you get nothing out of this. Nothing out you of it. You get nothing out of nothing it. Nothing out of it. Um, oh, gosh. That's a hard one. Good. Yeah. Okay, I, I still think I'd do it. I think I would do it too. I think I'd do it. Yeah. It would it would really suck not to be able to tell anybody. But yeah. It, it would be it would be very cool to have had that experience. Yeah, yeah, that would be a really cool experience. I think more so than watching Toy Story five. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't even see the fourth one. So yeah, well, you'll have to watch the fourth one to watch the fifth one, maybe. I probably will. Yeah. All right. So the one I have for you <clears throat> is you get Buzz's armor. With the real powers, not the fake powers that he has. Okay. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Uh, when you say the real powers, you mean like the laser pointer? And the f- he can fly. But that's his, isn't that his fake power? Like in the make-believe world, he can fly. But in reality, he can't fly. Sorry, when I say real powers, I mean like the real buzz. The real buzz as in not the toy buzz as in Oh, the, I see. Okay. So, yeah, so the, I'm not being the character yeah. that he's based off of in fiction. Exactly. Okay. Yep, like yep. the one you see So actually, I can fly, I've got a laser gun yes. or uh, I've got a laser. Yeah. Okay. And cool. I'm pretty sure you can do other things with it. I don't remember. Sure. Everything. I mean, I can breathe underwater oh, yeah. or in space. Got yeah. That. Yeah, yeah okay. those things. Um so you can do and you can take it off and yep. wear it or Great. whatever. Cool. Okay. That's awesome. I'll just say yes to that right now. I don't need to hear that. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah. What do I got to do? You give little Zerg, like the toy Zerg. Okay. Your size. So he is human size and he's just as powerful, but human size and he's walking around and these are all the Zergs. So all the toy Zergs in the world are walking oh. around being evil with your size. <laughs> okay. Wait. 
do do they have power? Like, do they have their magical powers yeah, as well? I'm gonna say yes. Okay, well then, that essentially what you're saying is, I get Buzz Lightyear's power, yeah, but I doom humanity. Well, think of how many Zergs are actually on this earth. Well, I think there's there's got to be thousands of those toys. I mean, I, they're not making them anymore, but there's probably thousands left out there. Okay, fine. Let me change it a little bit. Because I mean, cause you make them life size, yeah, your size, yeah, but they don't have powers. But they're still evil. Okay, sure. So they're okay. So they're just they're toys, but they're human size now, and they're like evil. Sure. Right. Do, so do they have human strength? Uh, yeah, they're like they're like humans. Okay, so they're like humans. Yeah, but they have the. But they look goofy, and they're probably more fragile. Uh no, they're they're like humans. Okay, so they're they're very scary looking humans. Sure. With with the thing that shoots balls. Yeah, but that's a remember. Yeah, it's it's not a real one. And it's like basically ping pong balls. Yeah, ping pong balls. Yeah, Yeah, which is not going to do much damage. Okay, so I'm gonna say there's maybe. Oh man, I wonder how many of those action figures. They must have made... I mean, they must have made 10,000 or more, I, I feel think. like it's more, because I feel like even I had one at one point. Really? I never had one, but I mean... there. Okay. But, like, I had a little tiny, tiny... Yeah, yeah, a little guy. Like, a fi- it was a figurine. It didn't even have the ping pong things. Oh, shoot. So, you're even thinking of that. Wow. Okay. Let's... Then there, there's probably still in circulation, like, 10,000 of those, I would... Yeah, I would Maybe even say 100,000. Oh my goodness. god, 100,000. Maybe if you include the ones that have been thrown away that are in the dumps or something. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, then we can say 100,000. That's maybe... that. Yeah, you're probably right, because it was a huge movie. Yeah. Including action figures, toys, figurines. Okay, so 100,000. So I've just... By taking this deal, I've created 100,000 hooligans, essentially. Yeah. I don't think I can take it because even though I want to, I think a hundred thousand hooligans can really do a lot of damage. Okay. And I'm even thinking about the fact that a lot of them are going to be concentrated in landfills and stuff. So you're going to have like hundreds of these little bandits just (laughs) bothering all the people doing like the garbage disposal. (laughs) So probably this collapses our sanitation network. No one's going to be dumping garbage and we're going to, and then we're going to look like Paris. Paris? Yeah, they don't they don't take out the trash in Paris anymore. They're they still, don't. Yeah, they're striking. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I well, mean, oh, these workers are going to be striking everywhere if I take yeah, this deal. Yeah. Okay. But I would get to fly, so I'm going to I'm going to do the deal. Okay, just to fly. Yeah, whatever. Like, we'll figure it out. But if I can fly, <laughs> that's I, come on. <laughs> you can never take that away from me. You are silly. Okay. All right, next uh next one. What is the next one? So she or he is a 10, but... Oh, okay. Sure. This is this one's self-explanatory. Okay, can I read you mine first? Go ahead. He's a 10, but he has Edna Mode's hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Edna Mode. She's such a queen. She's one of my favorite Pixar characters, I think. She's fantastic. And that hair, too. Yeah, that hair is, is pretty crazy. Um, you know, if he's a 10, he's a 10. And I'm assuming he'll never, ever change his hair. No, he can't. No, it's permanently in... In the bob like that. Yeah, exa- yeah, it looks exactly like it does in the movie. That's so hilarious. 
Yeah. Uh, so like he would, you know what? He'd end up lo- looking like Lord Farquaad a little bit. He's no, like, it's way worse than. Because Lord Farquaad has some style. It goes down like past his head. It frames. Yeah, it frames, and he has no bangs. And he has a very strong jawline, so it kind of frames. But his... we're not talking about the jawline, remember? He could have a really good jawline. Oh, sure. You're right. You're right. He okay, doesn't have Enemo's face. Fair enough. But Edna Mode. It's then again, actually, her head is really short, so maybe it does actually go all the way past. It her actually, head. I think it does. It goes like right, like yeah, right to yeah. her jaw. Actually, you're right. Okay, so it would go down to his jaw. Yeah, but then it also has bangs. I think the bangs. But the bangs, yeah. I think the bangs is the kicker for me. Like I think bangs just doesn't look good on a lot of people, especially men. I would say, but um, yeah, I. You know, if he's a 10, he's perfect in every other way. I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What about you? Like, what would I What would I do? Yeah. If she has the Edna Mode. I think Edna Mode haircut on a girl is, like, pretty okay. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that can work. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I have a um, similar one for you. So she's a 10, but she needs you to dress like Ken in Toy Story 3. Like, she needs you... She wants you to have a big wardrobe with, like, all of these fancy items. She wants to go shopping. She needs you to be very stylish, and it's a very important, Mm -hmm. very important thing for her, for you to be very stylish. And I'm asking this question particularly because you don't really care that much about fashion, so I'm wondering how... Yeah. I wear I wear the same things every day mostly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's I think it would be really hard for me to have to spend so much time, you know, actually thinking about what to wear and managing a big closet and shopping. Mm-hmm. It's probably pretty expensive too, but I mean, you could probably thrift a lot of the interesting stuff. That's true. Yeah, I would really hate it, but I think I would say yes to that because ultimately I would benefit a little bit, like, you know, my my lack of style. I don't know if it's held me back, but I think if I looked super good, that could open some doors. Okay. And if I had somebody who was kind of, in this case, she'd be forcing it a little bit. Yeah. If someone's forcing me to dress super well, I wouldn't be as happy as I am now wearing the same t-shirts every day, (laughs) but I think I would benefit. Okay, you know what? This is giving me a lot of ideas. Giving me a lot of ideas. Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Okay, so um, our last segment here is our weekly challenge or our weekly date, I should say. So our weekly date that is dependent on our theme um, is this week we're going to watch a Pixar movie. Specifically, we've decided we're going to watch inside out and we're going to discuss it together so we're actually going to do that tonight and we're going to record our reaction and how we found that date to be and how we found the movie to be um and any other thoughts that we have all right anything to add for that now we'll see you guys after the break see you guys after the break hi everyone we are back So last night we watched uh, Inside Out and it was Woody's first time of actually seeing it, um, which I didn't know because you always quote it. You already talk, like you always talk about core memories and we always say like, bing bong. Yes. 
And well, I, I did, yeah, I didn't know those were from Inside Out. That is funny. I always thought that you watched it because of you quoting it, really. Yeah, I'm actually not sure that core memories are something that Inside Out came up with first. Like, you don't think that was already a thing online? I don't know. I thought that was I just like know. yeah, internet made, culture. I think it made it popular. I could be wrong though. We'll yeah. have to do some research on that. But anyways, what did you think of the movie as a first time watcher? I thought it was pretty good. I think as far as Pixar movies goes, it's nice that it was a little bit of a different message. It was not at all about enjoying the little things. Okay, name three movies that are Pixar that are about little things not sold, though, because you've already mentioned that. Uh, okay, well, geez, putting it on the, on the spot here, I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to be able to go on with three just like that. I just that. don't think a lot of them are actually like that. I think a lot of them, that is an underlying theme. Okay, what are some... Like, Toy Story is about friendship and being, you know... And friendship and appreciating your friends, which are little things. No, they're not. Toy Story are 2 are not little is, things. Toy Story 2 is very similar. Monsters, Inc. is about... What's the theme of that one? That's kind of about appreciating the little kids. Okay, I think you're just pulling things from anywhere. I don't know if that's true. Okay, fine, fine. Okay. Maybe it's not that... Okay. Maybe it's not that bad, but I thought at least it was a creative theme for Inside You know what? which one is appreciating the little things? Cars. Up is also about appreciating the little things. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Car, yeah. Okay. So there's there's been at least a few of those. Okay, that's fair. And I would argue that appreciating your friends, appreciating your family, these are this is all part of appreciating the little things. Okay, and you you're not you can't tell me that this is not about appreciating sadness. Um I think this movie is about acknowledging that sadness is a very valid emotion that you should be feeling, that it's helpful in the long term. Yeah, I, I agree. The reason I don't really view it as appreciating the little sadness is because my, okay, ultimately my problem with appreciating the little things is that it's just an overdone message. Appreciating friends, appreciating family is also overdone. There's okay. like a thousand movies, but there's not that many movies that I can think of that are about appreciating sadness. So it, it gets a pass. Okay. It's so it's unique. about how unique it is. Okay. Yes. I got it. I yeah. got it. Okay, do you have any other comments on the movie? Any thoughts that you've had? Any surprises you may might have had? Yeah, I know this this might not be a very fair nitpick, but I thought that it was really weird how they didn't have a lot of infrastructure to allow transportation <laughs> between the headquarters and long-term memories. You know, there's you can easily send memories back and forth. Yeah but you can't send people, you know, when they had those little gumdrop characters get up there to have to fix the, or not fix it, like upgrade the control panel. Mm -hmm. Like how Uh, did they get up there? Yeah, how did those little jelly bean guys get up there? Well, I think that there might actually be some jelly bean guys that are permanently at the headquarters and there's not really maybe some back and forth going on. Because the thing is, let's be real, joy and sadness, they kind of left got out of headquarters on, you know... In a weird way. In a weird way. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I understand. I just thought, you know, we're going to have this whole world and there's all this public 
What, what's the little girl's name again? Riley. Right. There's all this public <clears throat> Riley infrastructure in her head. Like, come on, let's see. Let's see some scaffolding. Let's see an <laughs> elevator up the headquarters or something. Yeah, whatever. But it was it was good. Other than that, which... I think it just makes things too easy at that point, and there's no movie. You <laughs> yeah, know what no. I mean? Yeah, it is a little bit of a funny, a funny premise there that they've decided that it would be difficult. I mean, do you? Okay, I'm 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 kind of rambling, but do you think that it's a metaphor that like sadness and joy are gone from headquarters and they can't get back do you think that's a metaphor for like a lull or depression or getting oh a hundred percent a hundred percent because basically it says that for days she can't feel joy or sadness because she's so numb to everything and i feel like you know that's totally like understandable and i think that i saw like an article or something talking about how a lot of the things that they put in that movie mm-hmm. are very applicable to what like psychiatrists might say or psychologists, like things that we've recognized as like real emotions and stuff, right. like disgust, anger, mm-hmm. sadness, joy. Those are really like the core emotions that mm-hmm. people feel and there's combinations. And then we see at the end of the movie that now she's able to combine these emotions together and that's kind of her leveling up emotionally. Um, so I think, yeah, there's a ton of metaphors. I love there's some more subtle ones like the train of thought or like sure. mixing fact and opinion. That was funny. Those yeah. are, I think those are cute. I think that they're, that they're pretty cute. And like when fear is the one in charge of dreams, he's like more yeah. prone to waking up. neurotic. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, I like those and I think it's fun. But I actually have a few thoughts myself upon rewatching this because it's been mm. a few years since I've watched this movie. Um, I, I actually, it's still one of my favorite movies, uh, from Pixar and actually in all the movies I've seen, but, um, I do think that I have more of a love for Toy Story 3. (laughs) Okay. That that one's holding up a bit better. (laughs) Yeah. And I go back and forth on these all the time. I might see Toy Story 3 and then change my mind again, but I do one thing that I really appreciated when I watched Inside Out because I was like much older when I saw Inside Out. Inside Out's only like eight years old Mm -hmm. whereas Toy Story 3 I think came out in like 2010 or something Mm -hmm. so I was much younger. Um, So I'm biased because I have like a much more youthful point of view Mm -hmm. from Toy Story 3 than I do Inside Out but Toy Story 3 is like I think more fun and there's like a more like adventure element to it but I think the message inside out is much more interesting especially for a kids movie it's like very adult to talk about how sadness is very helpful and i feel like you don't see that for a lot of kids movies but they do that very well i find and it's still lighthearted, and it's still like pretty funny and i mean the bing bong scene i cried of course but when when, when he sacrificed himself yes oh i could not deal with that it's just and then he like falls and it catches me every time you know it gets me every time Mm -hmm. and how like the metaphors we're talking about how sadness keeps you know have it like she has this need to always like touch everything like Uh she keeps during her riley's period of sadness yes she keeps like wanting to touch things and she keeps being like oh i I don't know what's wrong with me i don't know what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. um 
but that's also a metaphor for how like sadness is like overwhelming all of these core memories and all of these emotions and yeah I just find that I find that a good message but anyways moving on um because this is about a date as yeah you know how did you find watching Pixar movies in this instance Inside Out as a date I think that this movie is not a great date movie because I think that it's a little bit heavy. Okay. You know, it's just it's just not as you were saying like Toy Story 3 is a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. This movie as a Pixar movie in my opinion, it just wasn't playful really at all. Right. Like there was there was very few goofy. I mean, I know well, ironically, one of Riley's like core memories is being goofy or one of her personality traits is being goofy. Mm-hmm. But the movie's not very funny by and large. Like, on purpose. I don't think that they're failing to me. I think they've deliberately tried to make Mm -hmm. a more serious movie. And it's not... As far as, like, adult movies goes, it's not very serious. But for a kid, for a children's movie, it's very grounded, I think. And But we're talking about a date here. And the the date would be with adults, presumably. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's just not... Even so, it's just not very fun. It's a good movie, but it's not a very fun movie. Okay. It's mostly sad. All right. Like, I think the tone of the movie is mostly sad, at least for, like, the second half of it. Or maybe even before that. And then the ending, it has a nice ending. But even the ending is still sad. The ending is like, okay, we've been depressed for all this time, but now we can just be sad. Woo, that's a big upgrade, but it, okay, I mean. Right, well, all this time, it's been like two days, I think the whole thing. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it's I It's like see, an hour, yeah. an hour of watching this depressed girl. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for a date, I think if, if somebody is into more, like, serious movies, that'd be good, but for me, when I watch when I watch a movie on like one of our dates, I just want something kind of more fun. Okay, so what is a good Pixar movie then, if we're going with our theme that you'd want to watch on one of our dates? Uh, maybe, maybe Toy Story. Yeah, I think or Toy Story is a great one. Monsters University is fun. Yeah, I was thinking Monsters Inc., Monsters University. Um, Toy Story is a great one. I think even Soul is more fun. Even though Soul is a worse movie, for sure. Yeah. I think it's more fun because you've got a little Tina Fey, and then I forget the, I forget who plays the main guy. Jamie Foxx, I think. Oh, maybe Jamie Foxx. Yeah. yeah. You know, you've got those two, and there's a lot of banter, and it's kind of goofy, and there's there's many jokes. It's yeah, okay. more light-spirited. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. I think that um, what's interesting is that I actually remember this movie as being more sad than it than I saw like the than when I rewatched it yesterday. Um I did find like there was a lot of humor in it and a lot mm. of goofy moments. And maybe that's just because the first time I saw it it like completely wrecked me. Oh really? Yeah. So uh but I've seen it a few times since then. But I, I do appreciate how one thing that I think is really good for a date night that this movie does well, it's that it's a nice crisp hour and a half. And that like true. us, we can never finish a movie. We'll watch a movie in like seven different chunks because we can't finish one. Um, and I like that this one stays to an hour and a half. And I think you could say the same for a lot of Pixar movies. Yeah, so. hour and a half movies are definitely 
rare these days. Definitely. And yeah. it's nice because I think that's pretty much the longest I can sit and watch something. Yeah. For, you know, two hours is really pushing it. Fair enough. I think, um, are you interested in seeing ele Elemental? Elemental? <laughs> I, I don't know how to say that word. Elemental. Elemental. Are you interested in seeing that movie? Oh, some Elemental. Shut up. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, that movie looked. Well, no, I'm not really that interested in seeing any Pixar movies because I don't. I'm not that interested in Pixar. But... Really? Oh, <laughs> damn. We picked the wrong theme, or I picked the wrong <laughs> no, theme. No, no, no. I mean, Pixar's fine, but I, I don't really go out of my way for Pixar. Yeah. Elemental, though, did look funny. It also looked very well made, like the design. Oh, yeah, it's very well cool. animated. Yeah, yeah. this um, Inside Out was really well animated, too. Yeah, I agree. And if I'm watching a Pixar movie, I think I do want to laugh and I want to have like some goofy moments in there. So this movie, Inside Out and Up, like what what the heck are we doing <laughs> making these movies? But you know Ele I... Elemental looks fun. So okay, I, I, okay. I would watch that one. I know you don't like this movie, but I another one that popped into my head for like a date is um, Ratatouille. Because it's in Paris, it's kind of romantic, It's a and it's really funny, and there's not really, like, much sadness involved, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, that's I know you're one. not that much of a fan, but I really, I find it really funny. No, I, I think like I, I think I like that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it in many years, but that's a good one. All right. That's a good one. It's a goofy one. It's got some funny bits. All right. Ultimately about a rat achieving his dreams, which is fantastic. We should all pursue our <laughs> dreams. Okay, yeah, that's a good... Uh observation so what's our final verdict for watching pixar for a date oh for a for a date for a date oh i mean final verdict yes or no it's oh yes or, or no yeah. i would say i mean yeah sure there's there's a time and a place to watch a movie for a date i would probably give this date activity a three out of ten really okay okay that's pretty M low maybe a four out of ten i think that a movie date just if you're just watching a movie at home is just not that interesting so it's yeah all, so i already just in terms of movies yeah so i feel like a, a movie date can only really hit like a six or seven out of ten at best okay no i agree with you yeah and i, agree and I think pixar where the movies are very simple and straightforward and there's not a lot there's not that much depth to them so i'd give it probably a three out of ten Okay, so disagree with you about the depth oh, okay. and the simplicity, but... I mean, Inside, Inside Out had depth, but I just mean, that's for a children's movie. Sure, okay. I still love it. Anyways. No, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> but um, one thing that I think we both agree, because you were talking about movie dates only being a 6 out of 7 um, maximum, Knives Out, Glass Onion, I think was like one of our best movie dates. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. We watched that on Christmas, and we had a bunch of like food with it. And oh, it was... but you can't you can't add to the. No, I no... am because it's all part of the experience. I think the movie date. You know, if you go to a movie theater or if you're at home, it's all part of the experience of watching a movie. And then you'll call both of those things movie dates. And okay. You can't separate. True. Can't separate the movie from the experience. Okay. I true. Think. Okay. True. But. 
I'm I'm kind of rating it in a vacuum. If okay. you do movie date plus like so movie date at home. Sure. Yeah, that's pretty much that's like a six or seven out of ten at best for a movie that both of you love and a good deep okay. thing that like spurs conversation. But if you throw in some homemade popcorn or you have some hors d'oeuvres, you have a glass of wine, that bumps it up to the seven. The yeah, eight, but that but it's augmenting it, so it's not yes. the same to me. Well, it's movie date, home movie date plus little, okay. little thingies. Sure, but like, let me give you an example. For example, when we went jet skiing, okay, it was a beautiful day, yeah. super hot outside. We were at a super nice location. Yes. The people helping us were really nice. Okay, can you really separate that experience from the jet skiing? Because imagine we went jet skiing on a day where it was pouring rain. It was a like not a really nice location. We didn't get really far and it was okay. really cold. Like, do you know what I mean? It's all about, you can't separate. And we crashed the jet ski. And we crashed the jet ski and had to pay like 10 grand for the jet ski. Like, you know what I mean? You can't separate just the jet ski, like being on the I jet agree. ski from yeah. the experience. So I think that we need to consider the whole thing. And the reason I'm bringing up Knives Out is I do think it's a good date movie because you can kind of like theorize with your partner on like, who the killer, like the whatever is going to be. And it's a bit um, more interactive. It's a bit more interactive. And it's also not a kid's movie. It's a bit more grown up, but it's also very funny. It's lighthearted. Like you don't feel like depressed after or anything like that. I'm like inside out, but yeah. So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. No, listen, I, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying about like the jet ski comparison. I think when we talk about a movie date though, I don't know if people assume that they should also crack open the homemade popcorn. Like, I'm just trying to go off of what people, what is a movie date for the, for the average person. And I okay. think it's just the movie. Okay. Whereas I think the jet ski example, if you think about a jet ski date, I think people assume good weather or you wouldn't be jet skiing. Sure. That's, okay. that's why I just draw the distinction. Right. Okay. That's fair enough. I do, I do see sometimes that like, you know, you might have a better experience seeing a movie, especially mm-hmm. for the first time if you go to a theater or something like that. Yeah. And it's like kind of a bigger experience. Like, for example, when I saw the last Harry Potter, I saw it on opening night and it was a packed theater and it was, you know, the the vibes were perfect. Right. And um, and it would, you know, like very high energy and people like it was a standing ovation at the end, which I've never yeah. seen before. Oh, my God. And I just have a really positive association to that movie, not because the movie was like absolutely phenomenal, although like I think the movie was very good. I think that it would be a very much more different experience if I saw it at home by myself or something like that. Well, we're talking about dates. About, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Or with you. No, but I agree. I mean, we saw Batman in theaters and that was a cool experience, even though the movie was like good, but not great. Yeah. But the fact that we were in the big loud theater, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so verdict is for me. I personally think Pixar movies are a yes, and I'm gonna say for you. What would you rate it? What would you rate this as like a date idea? In Pixar movies in general yeah, for a, a date, day. I think like a five out of ten because I'm okay, also sure. not really a movie person. Okay. But for and for me, I think most movies would most movie dates would be like a four out of ten or even a three out of ten. But I really love Pixar, so it's a five out of ten for me. Yeah, I could do 
a four out of ten. Like I could bump my score. It depends what a one is. Like I don't know if a one is just sitting on the couch at home doing nothing, or if a one is domestic violence. Okay, oh, I I don't know about that. Okay. That's not a date. Oh yeah, well I'm just saying like what is a one? Is a one a... I think is sitting at home doing nothing. Doing nothing. Okay, yes. just sitting on the couch and just like staring at the wall. Okay. Yeah, like you just hang. You're on your phone next to your partner. Oh, okay, that's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I that's think that's good. a one. I think I think yeah. If if that's a one, I think a three is a bit harsh for Pixar. I agree. That but... I would give it a four. I give it. A four. Okay, I yeah. think we both agree on like a let's say four point five then. Sure. We split it. Okay. Shake on it. Shake on it. All right. Okay. Tune back in next week for our next theme and our next episode. What's our next theme? I don't know. We'll see. Damn. <laughs>